You're welcome to the very first episode of the Debunked Podcast Show. If you cannot hear to my voice, I am absolutely smiling because I am so excited to finally be putting out my first episode. Now, I know that um, a lot of the things, a lot of the ways that we're going to be interacting on here might change, might change along the way, but let's start together, shall we? Okay, so I'm going to pick a very interesting topic as my first topic. This topic is so interesting to me and I chose it as the first topic that we will talk about because it keeps popping up. It keeps popping up. He needs some milk. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with that tune that I just played, with that um, clip, that audio clip I just played. You know what? I'm going to play it again. Okay, so for those people who are very much into the social media and meme world, I'm sure you recognize that audio clip as something that was trending maybe in 2014 i forget anyway there's this guy who is on the road who is obviously having some type of violent full body contractions and then the first instinct of the people around is oh he needs some milk that's why this episode is rightly titled he does not need some milk sister He does not need any milk. Okay, so now what exactly am I talking about? I'm talking about seizures. I'm talking about convulsions. I'm talking about epilepsy. I know I've just mentioned three different terms and I know that a lot of people are probably confused right now or they're probably cocksure that I have just said the same thing three times. But I want you to keep that for a while and we will get right into it now my first experience with somebody having a seizure or a convulsion or epilepsy was probably when I was about six years old right I remember being in the house of a family friend who was a nurse or is a nurse and a child was rushing and the child had some type of fever and then the child started to vibrate or contract violently and instinctively um, the child's mother poured some milk down his throat and by the time the child came he wasn't breathing. This child was um, some type of resuscitation which of course I really do not know what exactly they were was done on the child and um, I heard much later that the child actually passed away. So this, I mean, this has happened over and over again and it continues to happen all around me. Like a lot of times you hear people instinctively say, put a metal spoon in his mouth, put some milk in his mouth, pour some palm oil in his mouth. I will get to why all of that is wrong in a minute now I'm first going to start by separating or differentiating seizures from convul- com- from convulsions and from epilepsy now I'll start from 
epilepsy okay i'm choosing epilepsy because epilepsy is what everybody sees if they see someone having a violent um, contraction they say this person has epilepsy or the person is having an epileptic fit or the person just just basically conflated for epilepsy now epilepsy is a disease on its own it's a disorder basically of the whole nervous system we all know what the nervous system is the system that is made up of all the nerves including the brain the spinal cord and all the extra nerves that you know control our muscles here and there now it is a disorder of the central nervous system that um, is characterized by abnormal brain activity now get this there are problems with the activity of the central nervous system especially the brain that causes there to be seizures unusual behaviors or even sensations now let's pause for a minute i just said seizures under epilepsy that tells us that epilepsy does not equal to seizures now what are seizures now a seizure is a physical change that is observable after there has been a period of an abnormal activity in the brain so let me break this down to like non-jargony terms if a person has epilepsy they have abnormal brain activity one of the types of abnormal brain activities are seizures okay i hope i hope that makes absolute sense now moving back to the difference between seizures and now convulsions okay seizures i mean are often confused with convulsions but there are many types of seizures they actually are the only type of seizures that they are is not violent convulsions there are a bunch of types of seizures depending on what type of the brain is affected or you know convulsions tend to involve irregular and violent movements and then the focus and they are the focus of today's discussion seizures can be as simple as a person just staring blankly into the space into space simply because that part of the brain is undergoing unusual activity and at that point in time they're not conscious they're just looking they're just staring nothing is happening they're not talking they're not they're just staring right that could be a type of seizure a person could just start to talk a lot a lot of incoherent stuff they're just saying stuff and you don't even know what they're talking about neither do they because they are having a seizure so let me highlight that real quick convulsions are the types that may involve irregular and violent movements seizures are a range of changes in physical behavior that happen after there is abnormal electrical activity in the brain and epilepsy is a disorder that is characterized by abnormal brain activity okay since we have that figured out let's get to the meat of the matter which is what to actually do when someone is convulsing around you i took a lot of polls i asked a lot of questions i did interviews i read books i went online i listened to people 
I interviewed grandmas. Trust me, I interviewed a lot of grandmas because I wanted to know, like, where did these beliefs come from? And I am going to read in no particular order some of the responses, some of the most popular responses that I got as a response to the question, what do you do in case of a seizure? And number one, put an iron spoon or fingers or a stick in the mouth of the person to prevent swelling of their tongue. Mm. Okay. Some people said you should put the mom's pee in the child's mouth. Now that one I, I, have, I have absolutely no idea about. Somebody says put onion juice in the baby's eyes. <laughs> I don't want to laugh, but that sounds mean. Like a child is convulsing and you're thinking, you know what? I'm going to just inflict some more pain on this child because he doesn't look like he's in enough pain. <laughs> okay. Somebody said there should be no crowding of the area. You should put something soft on the child's head and you should just allow the child to seize. We have a winner. We have a winner. Okay. Somebody said shout Jesus two times. <laughs> Somebody said shout Jesus two times. Like I kid you not. The person was so specific. The person said shout Jesus two times. Like, <laughs> the person said two times. Okay. Other people said call the doctor or call their parents. Some people said pour water on their face. Okay. 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 There were a lot of seemingly ridiculous answers but the tragic part is that people genuinely honestly believe this people believe that you should stick something in the child's mouth to prevent them from swallowing their tongue people believe you should start to cut the child with blade to um, stimulate pain because that somehow distracts them from what is happening to them some people believe you should just stick the child's head under water. Some people believe you should tie them down. Some people believe the child is even demon possessed or the person, not even necessarily a child. All of these things are not necessary, okay? If you put an iron spoon or something in the child's mouth, you risk damaging their, their teeth, their tongue. If you put your fingers, you risk them actually biting your fingers clean off because you can't tell just how violent the contractions in the muscles of their jaws will be. If you put the mother's pee in a child's, I mean, come on, just don't put pee in anybody's mouth, please. Just don't put pee in anybody's mouth. Least of all, a convulsing person, because if you put pee or milk or palm oil or kerosene, down the mouth of somebody who is convulsing and unconscious because they are in fact unconscious you risk them aspirating which basically means the fluid can go into their lungs prevent them from breathing and they could die if you squeeze onion don't squeeze onion juice in anybody's eyes please okay please like enough said um shout jesus two times you can shout jesus but make sure you're clearing the environment as you're shouting Jesus. You are taking away everything that can hurt this person 
as they are thrashing about you're removing open fires you're removing boiling water you're removing metal um, sharp objects you're removing broken glass you're removing furniture that they can hit their head on you're removing a big um, you're removing them from a big area of water that they can fall into and drown all while shouting Jesus please thank you okay pour water on the face do not pour water on their face I believe there is a specific type of torture that actually includes pouring water straight on someone's face don't torture them they're going through enough already please thank you call the doctor and call or call their parents eh well okay I mean so um what should you actually do in case of seizures I've mentioned a few of them I've mentioned um, uh, clearing the area clear the area clear the area they are um, unconscious they're trashing about they could hurt themselves they could plop into fire they could just clear the area okay clear the area do not tie them down don't restrain them don't don't tie them down if you want to put something soft for the head like somebody suggested that's fine just just make sure that you know they're not hitting their head against your chest or hurting you in the process if they're on an elevated surface like maybe they were on the chair when the seizure started you can you know place them on the ground where they are less likely to you know fall from a height and injure themselves put them on the ground let them have space to express themselves because usually people who are who have seizures and who are diagnosed to have a seizure disorder already have like a characteristic okay they know how long their seizures tend to last they um they even some they even sometimes know when the seizure is coming on so you can always just expect to observe you know let them do their thing wait till they come out of it if you know seizures seem to be lasting longer than 60 minutes for instance you can call the hospital let you know them be taken to the hospital where drugs can now be administered to abort the seizures convulsions okay i'm using seizures here to mean convulsive type of seizures okay so they can now be taken to the hospital where that can be aborted but you as a person walking into a room and seeing somebody fall on the floor and start to trash about stop it please no milk no palm oil no kerosene no metal spoons no fingers no sticks no tying them down no praying violently nothing apart from making the environment safe for them and having an emergency line on standby in case things escalate okay okay so um that is basically a synopsis of what um i wanted us to tackle when it comes to seizures basically the first aid treatment of um, convulsive type of seizures because it is such a problem people are dying because they are aspirating they are swallowing and uh, having things in their breathing airway in their airway that should not be there okay so this is what i wanted to share with us on this episode of debunked and i hope that we have totally totally we are totally clear on the fact that milk and seizures don't mix mm -mm, they are not miscible it's like oil and water milk and seizures do not mix okay i thoroughly enjoyed um 
going on this rant um i thoroughly enjoyed educating talking to you guys about this i would like you to share the knowledge you have gained with your friends you can send me personal messages if you have any questions if you have any clarifications or if you have any specific topics that you would like me to talk about um i will definitely either do like a follow-up podcast or a follow-up episode pardon me or um just an episode specially dedicated to tackling whatever questions may come as a result of this first episode also i would like feedback i would like suggestions i would like um, comments just anything that can help to improve the experience for all of us going forward okay thank you so much once again it was Thank you once again. It was so nice to do this first episode with you guys. I look forward to doing a lot more. And like I said, your comments are welcome. Your suggestions are welcome. It's your girl Kitana and this is Debunked.